0: Welcome back, aboard Blurred Force One, with your boys Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero on our pop culture media. That's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all of that good and nerdy stuff. And before we get into the podcast this week... Get down there, hit like on this video. If you're on YouTube, if you're listening to us on a podcasting platform, uh, do us a favor, give us a review. Uh, five stars will be the best, but you know whatever you think we deserve. And we appreciate you for joining us today. And uh, we are in uh, in the the post writers strike uh, era right now. Things are ramping back up a little bit, but uh, you know the the actors are still trying to get their their deal, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit more. Uh, later on uh in the news uh before we do that let's say uh what's up to my good friend lottie lottie how you doing today sir and what you been up to that's nerdy
1: um i have i'm back to uh and anim- i'm back to doing animations after taking a two month break to the surprise of like my fans who are actually like thank god i actually got that as a message when i put that um, i put on like instagram that i'm back to making animations what about fans messaged me and said about about time. And I was like, uh I didn't know y'all missed me shit. <laughs> it's
0: like he said uh, like like uh Timberland, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you back to the animation. Any gaming? Any any I know you've been we watched uh the two of us we both watched GNB. Uh we got that review that's up on the on the channel. Uh but other than that Uh, Are you still gaming?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm still gaming. Uh, I'm about to start playing Resident Evil Four again, so I could finish that up before Spider Man comes out because I'm probably not going to play another game until I 100% Spider Man. Oh man, the way it goes.
0: And we are actually we're going to talk about that uh, in the news today. So yeah, that's um, I, I guess for me. I basically, I've been doing a ton nerdy. I, you know, watching my sh- my regular shows uh, as usual, uh, doing doing work on the channel, but just mostly been uh, been. Tr- been tr- I've been trying to to get get my outside garden together. I know that's not nerdy, but I've been I've got a gar- side yard garden and it needs work. So, I've been doing actual physical labor. I know, weird uh, nerds don't do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just been uh, looking forward to Loki, which uh, drops this week. Looking forward to Gen V, which dropped uh, last week. Uh, And it's just, it's a good time to be a comic book nerd, uh, to be loving superheroes in in pop culture media. Uh, So anyway, uh, again, Supercast, we're going to talk about the news uh, this week. Just some things we saw uh, that came up uh, in uh, the news about superhero stuff. So uh, this week, we're going to talk about uh, a strike update. What's going on uh, with the one strike that's still going on between the actors and the AMPTP? Uh, in more labor-related stuff. Disney Pictures VFX workers—they—they uh, they had a significant vote, and uh, it means something very, very serious for the industry. I think. I think this is a, another domino falling. Uh, My Adventures with Superman. Apparently. Uh, kicked ass in the ratings. Uh, what does that mean for uh, the next season and maybe for DC animation going forward? Uh, the Marvels gets another title uh, in order to uh, play in China. We're ask Lottie what what his anticipation level is for Spider Man Two uh, for the PlayStation Five and uh, Loki uh, the Loki uh, show its poster uh was uh, you know very uh a very special bit of art and we're going to again turn to Lottie and see what he thinks about uh, the poster a rumor about Taylor Swift and Deadpool 3 and then we're going to uh talk about uh J- we're going to go under the gun talk about James Gunn and his comments on the DC universe uh and what's going on with peacemaker so Lottie plenty of stuff to talk about man you ready to get into it yeah i'm ready all right let's do this so let's talk about some labor stuff. I, I know you guys have just been loving all of this unsuperhero related uh, insider business stuff, talking about the strikes and everything. But you know what? This this is related. Like it it, it matters because the WGA, yeah, they made a big deal. You know, they made a deal and it, ha- it has to be ratified with uh, the AMPTP. But the SAG-AFTRA is still out there working the picket lines. Uh, but the good news is, Lottie uh they're at the negotiating table uh and I might add they got to it a lot faster than the than the writers were able to because the writers were on strike for like 158 you know almost 160 Mm -hmm. days uh and the the I think the actors I think they went on strike like six weeks afterwards so it was still a long time but uh they are back. They're at the negotiating table and they're working on it. Uh, I think they they met today also, so you know any day now maybe we'll see a deal. So Lottie, um, was I guess two things. One, uh, you know, do you think they can reach a deal? And actually, do you think that like the writers they're gonna they're gonna get pretty much what they want?
1: I mean. We'll see, man. I mean, it took. Uh, I mean, they need. I mean, they need VFX artists. We can't pretend like they don't need them. Well, well, I mean, so, I hope no, so. We're,
0: ta- we're talking about the the actors. The
1: act,
0: no. Oh, the actors.
1: The, oh, the actors. Um. Yeah, the actors should be able to easily get that. The actors. I mean, you need actors, especially maybe not. Because, here's the thing, they could always use CGI and AI to put up background or more smaller role actors. I hope not. But, it's just like, I mean, yeah. Because, it's it's kind of astounding of the shows that I've watched and the amount of money some people are making off of that show. Like, you know, what was that show? That really big show. Uh, uh. Rings of Power. Do you know right. the um the main actress of that show made peanuts?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that.
1: That is ridiculous. I was shocked. I said, What? There's no damn way. But yeah, she made no money. Now that the show making billions of dollars and you only gonna pay that woman uh no. Nah. That's messed up. Uh, I hope, I really, really hope that um that these people start getting to pay that they're actually owed. We'll see though.
0: Well, I I think that you know the WGA, like I said, I don't think their deal was perfect, <clears throat> but I think that they got pretty much everything that they wanted, and it's kind of a it was kind of a W for them. I think the only thing is I think that they've left open an avenue for AI. Uh, that it's uh, the avenue is a little too wide for that AI, but other than that, they got mostly what they wanted. And it's, and I think it's pretty true that the AMPTP were doing a lot of bluffing. Like they, 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 you know, they were like, Oh, well, this is our offer, and we'll just starve them out, and all this other, all these things. And they, they made the mistake of going against actors and writers in the era of social media, but also just like, the truth is is that they can't make money or if they, they can't make movies and they if they can't make movies and TV they can't make money I mean they could I guess they could rerun stuff but that that's not really where the money is going to be so I think that they're facing a deadline before their revenue streams really kind of dry up you know in you know in the next six or eight months so they really got to get the actors back to the table I think they're gonna get mostly what what they want I just, again, I wonder, are they going to leave a lane, a wide lane for AI uh, at, to, to, you know, to more or less be in, I I hope that they're smarter than the writers about it. I just, I'm hoping so, because I, I like you, I don't want to see AI populating backgrounds and shit like that. And I don't want to see them stealing the likeness, because that's what it is, stealing the likeness of people with coercive contracts. So I'm hoping that they'll figure that out. Um, Lottie staying on, on, you know, uh, labor related things, um, Disney Pictures VFX workers and all 13 of them voted, uh, just like their Marvel counterparts to, uh, join the IOTC union. So they, as of, you know, I guess, yes, today or yesterday, uh, they are now union, uh, VFX workers. So now we have two VFX houses in Hollywood, that have unionized and I, now granted they're small vfx houses that are at a major corporation so uh maybe they had it a little easier than i s- say someone working at a small vfx uh shop but lottie i mean come on this got to be a positive sign for the industry right
1: i mean <clears throat> mickey gotta pay you gotta pay, Mickey. I know. I know your your money bags. You don't want to <laughs> pay nobody. You probably pissed off that this is happening. These motherfuckers <laughs> Eat them popular. Damn it. I'm the one who made these motherfuckers popular. And they want to make ma- money off of me, motherfuckers. <laughs> like- <laughs> Mickey, you gotta pay, Mickey. I know, but you gotta pay. Right. I, I <laughs> or even more I'm to the po-
0: more to the point, you can't be having having them working, you know, sixteen, seventeen hour days. That's re- it's re- they're they're gonna get protection. That's what I'm what I'm trying to see here. I'm, you know, I'm all for getting my superhero stuff, but never at the expense of other people's, you know, livelihoods and their health or whatever. And I think, man, it's a good sign. I God, I my my union loving heart is just like it's grown three sizes big thanks thanks to seeing stuff like this i i really do hope they're the first two dominoes and like a cascade across the vfx industry because man when you talk about uh, an industry that needs it it really needs to be reformed and not just reformed in terms of the executives and how they structure their their business but also the employees and how they think about themselves as a as member of a uh, you know of a production house that they aren't just a replaceable cog but that and they are in fact useful and valuable they should value themselves and by doing so they should you know join up and and protect themselves from you know basically the predatory practices of, of the executives so yeah, let's go, uh, Disney VFX workers. You guys did th- did that thing, and can't wait to see uh, more uh, like you take up that banner. So, uh, Lottie, you and I, you know, we we watched My Adventures of Superman. Like when you when we went into it, and I'm gonna ask you straight up, when you went into it, what did you have much? Did you expect much out of it? What I mean, what was your what were you thinking before you first watched it?
1: I thought. Just honestly, at best, it will be something to past the time that was my expectations. It'll be like, "Oh, that's cool, you know what I mean like that was my absolute best that I thought it would be. I did not expect it to end up the way
0: that it ended like
1: it, that that show really shattered my expectations, and I'm not saying, and i'm and you know. I don't sugarcoat how I feel about a show. That show really did shatter my expectations.
0: Yeah I, now I, I will say I was I was prepared to be uh, to be disappointed but I had I had high hopes for the show. I was like, this looks like it could be cool. I mean yeah, an anime take on Superman. I mean my adventure with Superman it had it had potential. And you know we are kind of in a bit of a DC drought. I was like, this might be good. And just seeing like the the trailer, I was like, oh wait a minute, this is going to be like a, a more positive and like you know a lot more uh, more Boy Scout and less broody. I was like, cool. I mean, I'm good. And it turned out, <clears throat> you know, you can watch our reviews. It turned out to be actually a really great show. Uh, really kind of encapsulated, in my opinion, encapsulated. What's so great about Clark Kent, the Superman mythos and, you know, Jimmy Olsen and, uh, you know, Lois Lane, all of that stuff. uh, Really. And, you know, it's I'm really anticipating season two, uh, whenever the hell we're going to get that. Uh, Well, it seems, Lottie, we aren't the only ones. Apparently we, you know, despite all of the nerd bullshit on on social media which by the way social media is not the real world i want to remind people it's because you see a ton of people shitting on something on social media that's not the real world so keep that in mind because apparently um it had a it was a really good ratings uh i you know i think they said it was the number one uh new show uh number one ranked new show for uh on cartoon network and had really good ratings in all the demographics that seem to matter to advertisers, which is 18 to, you know, 49-year-old, and 18 to 49-year-old people in general, and 18 to 49-year-old males um, just did really, really well. And, um, and of course, it's been renewed for a season two. Lottie, I mean, is this a surprise to you at all? Like, Remember, I know you get on social media and everything, and you see you know, what people have to say about my adventure with Superman on social media, but this this is a surprise to you that in the actual real world where people like really watch things, it actually did really well.
1: No, it does not surprise me. And the reason why I say it doesn't surprise me is because people love Superman. And you know another thing people love? Anime. And to see Superman get the anime treatment, I feel like it's something that I, I feel that more and more people who are I'm just just who grew who I'm just to be honest. The people who who started watching Dark uh the Dark Knight series and then went on to s uh Man of Steel and everything, they think everything has to be dark, broody and just depressing. That no, sometimes you can have up and coming stories that are just that can lift your spirits. It's one of the things that I told you. That part where they were all screaming his name, and he got up and uh, whatever that dude's name was, Ivo. He beat Ivo. That gave me goosebumps because my, my one of my favorite things in anything in animation stories is the is 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 watching an up-and-coming story and watching the main character off after all his training after all of he's done to see him finally get his credit and to see the people that at first didn't like him now are cheering for him i love i love that and i'm happy to see that people the the people who who love the Superman animated story are still the Superman Superman animated series are still the vast majority of Superman fans out there instead of the the Snyder stuff. I want to see Superman almost kill himself and punch a planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I think that this just goes to show, first of all, that a different. It's a different medium than than the the Snyder movies, and so you know, trying to, you know, trying to translate that over or or to to put your expectations of the DCEU or the Snyderverse onto what's clearly has a different tone. It's, it's aiming at a different place. You know, it's, it's, it's coming from a different place in terms of its, you know, its ethos. I mean, obviously, you know, my adventures with Superman, it's, it's not going to cater to those, those guys, but if you're just a casual, if you're a filthy casual and you just wanna see a Superman movie or show that features a Superman you recognize, it's definitely a thing for you, I think. Uh so mm-hmm. that's I think it's really cool. And and I I I suspect that we were right about being fans of it, but like it's good to sometimes it's good to just see people so co sign with you, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh the good good job, my adventure with Superman. Can't wait for uh season two. And uh, we will let you guys know all about that uh, as soon as we get some more information. Uh, so going over to Marvel, which uh, God, they're they're about to have a few months of like just really doing a lot of shit. I noticed. So we got uh, Loki this this week, but next month, uh, you know, on the heels of Loki after uh, it finishes, I think, or as it's finishing. The Marvels, aka uh, you know the sequel to Captain Marvel, will be releasing worldwide, uh, and surprise, it's actually going to release in China. Which, like some you know, in the last few years, not not too many of the uh, Marvel movies have gotten to be in China for various reasons, but it's going to be released in China. Uh, but Lottie, guess what? It's going to be called in China. It's 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 going to be called what. Probably it should have been called here in America or elsewhere. It's going to be called Captain uh, Marvel Two, which, I mean, Lottie, I I, I have a couple ideas about why they're doing this in China specifically, but it's they're literally just like, oh, it's Captain Marvel Uh, Two. Why do you think they're they're going with that? Do you uh, do you think they should have?
1: China's like, you cannot fool me. That is (laughs) Captain Marvel Two. Change the name.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, we're going to get canceled. <laughs>
1: get canceled your... But on the on the real, I maybe China's like, you know, for faulty marketing, or maybe China was already saying that the movie was Captain Marvel 2, and they're like, no, you can't just change it. You know what I mean? It's, it's It probably was like already in China's marketing to market it as sh- Captain Marvel 2, and like we all know they changed the, they changed that title to the Marvels and China's like, no, you can't do that. You know, that is probably the main reason why.
0: Well, I mean, I think <clears throat> for marketing sake, hell yeah, this is a smart thing to do. I mean, it should have just been called Captain Marvel Two here. Anyway, I know it's not just about Captain Marvel. It's about the other, you know, it's about Monica and uh, Kamala. Also, uh, but the truth is is that people people know who the hell Captain Marvel is. Yeah. You know, Monica and Kamala, not so much. Uh, no. And so this is, I think, saying Captain Marvel 2 is an, uh, an acceptance of the uh, fact that Disney Plus stuff is nice, but it's not essential, right? So a lot of people are going to be introduced to them in this movie. Why not put you know Captain Marvel front and center? Um, especially, uh, especially because, you know, you know, Brie Larson is kind of a known, she's a known quantity. The first movie made, uh, in China made $115 million. And that's way more than any recent Marvel movie has made. And actually I had a, a bit of a little statistic, you know, do you know that Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania made 39 million in China and Wakanda forever made only 15? In in China, and uh, so no. you know, well, I'll just you know what I don't believe in saying and 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 intimating or or implying or anything. I will just say shit straight out. Chinese people ain't don't care much for black people. Yeah, just Jack, let's just keep it, let's just keep it real. You know, the Black Panther apparently did all right. You know, did fine over there. I, I guess. But the that's there is a reality. So that's what I was gonna swing back around to. And y'all can say whatever the fuck you want to me about I'm always talking about race or whatever. But you know, they what kind of forever did worse than Ant Man. You're gonna tell me that Ant Man's a better movie in the eyes of Chinese people. Well, get what reason? Give me a good reason for it. Just I'll wait. Tell me what's the good reason for it. But because you know traditionally. Movies with black leads or you know majority black uh, cast don't do that well in China. So you tell, give me a good reason why I'm wrong about that. Uh, So and in this case, we got two brown people, not just one, two brown people who are the co-leads of this movie, and I bet you they're going to lead with Brie Larson being the front, you know, the main, the main face of this in China. So you know. The marketing people they gotta they gotta work with what they you know that it would be nice if there was that element in there but the, you know they have to work with what they got and so you know to that point and i'm like all right we'll do what you got to do um and we'll see if it pans out i suspect though captain marvel 2 is not going to do anywhere near what uh captain marvel 1 did in china i don't i mean if it gets 40, 50 million, they should call that a win and, and take and go on home. But I, I don't I don't know. We're gonna see if this movie's good. Uh, maybe it can do that in China. So I don't. Yes, I I pulled the race card, but it seems appropriate. So fuck fucking you know what it is what it is. <clears throat> Either way, uh, it'll be coming out next month. We'll let you guys know uh, how it does in China and and what we think about it. So, Lottie, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, <clears throat> of the Spider-Man video game uh, for for PlayStation uh, 4. Uh, I played it like like a year or two years after it came out. I thought it was really good. And apparently, uh, uh, plenty of other people did too. So much so that they made Miles Morales, which was, I mean, I'm assuming a good game. I haven't played it yet. Uh, and now, uh, the long-anticipated or I'm thinking, long-anticipated Marvel Spider-Man, uh, two from Insomniac is nearing release in a couple weeks, and since you're the resonant video game expert and uh, and big-time gamer, I thought I'd ask you about you know you've seen all of the you know uh, the trailers and gameplay footage and all the talk about it, and I wanted to know what you, you know what's your anticipation level for this game. Yeah, what do you what do you how do you think this is gonna play out and what kind of sales you know how how well do you think it's gonna do sales wise?
1: This this game is gonna sell like a lot, ten million minimum, ten million minimum. This this game is going to break records. I don't wait, think it's wait, going it's, to be the sell, highest.
0: Wait, it's gonna sell ten million even with. Spider-Man and and also the other guy that's not allowed to call himself Spider-Man because reasons?
1: It's going to sell. People are hyped for this game. It's going to sell. It's going to sell 10 million. It's like how God of War sold like 11 million in the first three months of its release. Like it's going to sell crazy numbers. People have been waiting for this game since the PS5 was announced. And then they got a little bit of a teaser with Miles Morales, which didn't it didn't sell as well. Miles Morales made about six million, which is still good. You know what I mean? Six million for a not full game is still selling well. This game is going to like sell well, and I am very excited. Insomniac is some people. I don't give a damn what you say. Everybody will be like, oh, Naughty Dog, fuck Naughty Dog, because right now they're kind of. Kind of pissing me off with the way they're like trying to fix a game that is not worth making. Somniac is the king of Sony. They are the reason why Sony, them in a Santa Monica Studios, are one of the main reasons why Sony is making as much money as it is. Like, not, not literally after this, they have a Wolverine game coming out. Oh, yeah. Like, They are pumping out games like it's no man's business. I cannot wait to play this Spider-Man game. You just there's so much in it. There's Spider-Man. There's there's Peter. There's Miles Morales. There's Kraven, and then there's Venom. Just like, and then there's the damn lizard. I'm just like I can't keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't wait to play this game. There's a there's a lot of storylines there because it's good because you know black suit Spider-Man's in this game. Um, it's just. uh. This game's gonna. I'm telling you, this is probably going to be the most profitable superhero thing ever created. Like when it comes to like video games, movie slash TV show, it will make more profit, even more than Endgame. Like Sony will make more profit off of this game than Endgame will. i it. it hmm. it's going to sell at least ten million, at least
0: ten. So that's $700 million after I don't, well, I mean, that's still, that's a, ton, that's a lot of freaking, a uh, lot of freaking money. I, I wonder well I, I want to ask about the controversial stuff, which I don't understand why this is controversial. <clears throat> what the hell is with nerds having a problem with Miles Morales calling himself Spider-Man?
1: Man, just ignore those people, man.
0: I just, just I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like why are you dying on this hill? This is stupid. He's clearly Spider-Man. Like which, What
1: what I don't understand is about people saying that why are they okay with Miguel O'Hara calling himself Spider-Man? Like that that's the thing that it, like I remember I was listening to one guy on a live stream talk about it and then I literally like ended his car- argument and I said, "Where's the smoke for Miguel O'Hara or uh um, uh what's the dude spider-man's clone where's the smoke for those guys and he was like well yeah. i'm like no you're just trying to piss. you're just you're just trying because he was a black dude and i was just like you're just trying to seem like you're the cool black dude to grift to these uh what's it called to the the maga people like literally there's li- what is the difference between miles morales And Miguel O'Hara that all of y'all who like love so much. There's literally no difference. Miguel O'Hara is actually, if you really put, if you really want to think about it, he's worse. Because he purposely is trying to be Spider-Man. Miles was accidentally became Spider-Man. Miguel O'Hara Experimented on his body. If there's anybody that you should have smoke for, it's Miguel O'Hara because he he is trying to copy Peter Parker. He's literally is idolizing and copying him. But no one they they just worship him. It's just the, the well, dumbest thing ever. Well, you know why? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I said it's it's because people just have this unnatural hate for this black character that it's just like and then they try to like do all this stuff trying to prove that the comic books and all that stuff and i'm just like they're like look how bad the comic books sold and i'm like comic books are not selling well anyways either like come on man it's just that's nothing new but his video game sold well
0: they're like those are the normies okay (laughs) <laughs> it's Just all, right. There's okay. there's always an excuse for racism apparently. Just <laughs> like let, let me figure let me figure out a way to make this to let me figure out a way to say that black dude doesn't belong there without saying the black dude doesn't belong there. This I don't know. I I know they're stupid. Uh yeah. but it look it looks good. I can't wait to play this in 5 years uh when a PlayStation 5 comes down to a reasonable price. <laughs> it's going to i'll get it when the playstation 6 is about to come out so uh or i'll come over your place i'm just going to come over your place and and play video games like 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 it's 1997. so anyway uh and we're looking forward to that we're going to get lottie's take on that uh when the game comes out uh lottie i need another one of your opinions uh, the new the poster for Loki, Loki, which comes out on Thursday, uh, the poster mm-hmm. for Loki was released a while ago. Actually, it's this it's a picture of his face, and there's these little you know, it's like MC M. C. Escher-esque uh, sort of uh, poster with these walkways that are you know winding in around his head and everything like that. And come to find out today, because uh, it's kind of making rounds online that that poster was generated by ai so uh i just wanted to to get your impression about that like for me i just i generally i'm just like all right i I guess i see it now that i look at it. it i guess it sort of does look like it it's ai generated but whoever whoever did the refining like you know descriptions or whatever did a pretty good job of of explaining it because it doesn't look it doesn't look wonky and got like you know eight fingers on a fucking hand or any shit like that um but yeah i mean i guess generally speaking i guess i'm not terribly bothered by it but that's only because i'm not thinking too hard about it so lottie convince me why should i be mad about this
1: okay the loki poster is Okay, I'm trying to see exactly which one. It's the one where,
0: it's just his head, geez. and then like these little, yeah, uh, these little pathways or whatever that are kind of winding around his his head. Um, and like, I said, oh yeah, I can see, yeah. I can see that's AI. Yeah, yeah. But so, tell me why I should be bothered by this.
1: I, I and. It's one of the things that is just is like, man, it is one of the most frustrating things that is happening in today's day and age when it comes to technology, and I hate how it is what is done instead of using tech to help people you're using tech to to take away jobs, and it's just this like I j I don't get it like. I hate AI. I hate AI art. And I hate that there are people who are using AI art and pretending that it's their art. And I hate that companies are just now going to just be like, yeah, let's not get an artist to make our posters or anything no more. We'll just just shoot it inside of an AI thing and do it for free. And I just hate that. This is what's happening, and here's the funny thing about it: the guy who's making, who made this shit, is not making that much money. No, I mean, and you know what I mean? But I mean, the guy who made the AI engine for this stuff, he's not making money off of this stuff. He's not.
0: Even worse, like, you know, uh, they're getting sued. Like, the like, I think uh, OpenAI is getting sued right now, uh, because, and this isn't art related, but it's because they train the ai ai on. to, to yeah. take
1: people's stuff
0: yeah they well they train it on on you know different artists or different writers they or scripts or whatever to train it to learn how to write a script how to write how to draw something how to do whatever and it's iterative so they have to keep feeding it information until it sort of knows what it's doing and the idea here is that that's basically plagiarism you know if 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 it's literally just like absorbing all this stuff and then regurgitating something that's similar or along the lines they're basically using someone else's ip to create more ip uh, without Mm -hmm. compensating the uh the, the the originator um and so but in a in a sense if the ai that was used to make this poster was basically trained on Images that were already copywritten by the people who are, you know, creating the image. It's essentially just doing, it's doing what it's supposed to. It's, I mean, it's taking existing art, yes, but the art is owned by the people who are using it and who are going to get the output. So they're not really doing anything illegal. Are they taking a job? Maybe, maybe not. Who, who knows what their anticipation was, but I suspect that you're, you're, problem may be more in the normalization of AI generated art over human generated Mm -hmm. art and what sort of you know slippery slope we may be on that leads to fewer actual humans making art because AI can make art that's good enough you know yeah so and that
1: that is and that is the thing that is very very annoying about all of this is that I just, I hate that AI is just taking over and they're in like, no, and, and here's the thing that's making it so aggravating. People don't see how this is bad. Like, I remember I was trying to explain this to somebody about like, they're like, why do you hate AI art so bad? Cause I'm like, bro, it takes me this many hours to make an animation. They're basically going to start taking jobs of creativity. And here's the thing that's going to happen, too, that some people got to understand. AI doesn't have heart. If you think things are already, are, are already considered stale, like you're thinking like, oh, man, these things are getting stale. You think AI is going to make it? You think AI is going to make that any better? It's going to start making things stale. You know what I mean, and it's just that I think that's the thing that people are not realizing—that the more computers start making things, the more it's going to start looking the same. A lot of things are going to start looking the same. Things are going to start sounding the same. Things are going—it's going to make things boring, and they, they'll find out. They'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is a weird place we're in. Um, especially because I keep seeing people be like look what this AI art generator can do it can make a whole comic and I'm like that comic is ass though like it's fucking stupid like you, good for you you can make a plagiarized version of Calvin and Hobbes that doesn't make any fucking sense good for you I guess but you know my my biggest gripe is we just get trash and like how how many artists does it need to plagiarize before it can make anything competently Uh, You know, and reasonably competently, like without human intervention, and uh, and if that's the case, just pay a fucking artist. But you know, if you pay an artist, you don't have to. Now you got to deal with copyright and ownership, and there's all this other stuff. And you know, feeding a person who who needs to do that when you can pay for electricity—that's it's it's bad. It I mean, it's bad in the sense that it's a tool that's ultimately meant to actually get rid of the tool user so yeah I don't know that's it I mean it doesn't doesn't make anything that's actually better than what a human would make you know who knows so anyway uh, yeah we'll, we'll let you guys know more about the AI situation and, and you know the creation of superhero things and, and and what we think about it so uh, Lottie a real quick bit of just like tabloid gossip. What's, wait, first of all, what the hell is a tabloid? TMZ gossip, whatever. Uh, your favorite and my favorite, Wolverine and Deadpool, uh, or at least their alter egos, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, were spotted at uh, a, a concert uh, with Blake Lively, of course, who's married to Ryan Reynolds, and uh, Taylor Swift. And man... The world, they're making such a huge deal out of Taylor What is going on with Taylor Swift that anyone... I mean, yeah, she's got this big concert series and everything going on. She's got all this money, and I, I get it. She's, she's a big pop star, but I just don't understand why people are so... Just so into her right now. Like, what is she doing that anyone even cares to talk about, you know, what she's up to? Like, I mean, it's cool that she's hanging out with stars, but she does that all the time. So what? Lottie, why does anyone care about what Taylor Swift's got going on?
1: I am so sick of it. I'm, like, sick and tired of it. Like, I am literally, like, annoyed because it's, like, every – because now I guess there's a rumor that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey
0: and now every football game,
1: oh, is Taylor Swift going to be there? Is Taylor
0: Swift – Hold on a minute. Uh, Nerds. Uh, we're digressing into not nerd stuff so. <laughs> so once you know he's talking about football this is a thing that people apparently care about i i don't know uh lottie i i thought when you were saying taylor Swift was doing stuff i thought you're talking about the rumor she's going to be in deadpool three what do you, is, is that's what's going on is is travis kelsey going to be in deadpool three also <laughs> Alright
1: man listen man. At this point I'm just being honest I don't give a fuck I am so sick Of all of this People making TikTok Saying how she's the most famous person In world history and I'm just like
0: Oh Hitler, just like, Hitler uh, Says otherwise but
1: <laughs> I mean she's not even Michael J I'm just like y'all Need to st-. I'm just sick of it I don't know what happened Taylor Swift disappeared off the face of the earth after 2017, yeah, you, you know, and now she just shows back up. Like, I was just like,
0: this, wh- this, where was is saying, this, this coming this, from? This is how I could tell, like, we, we be in our bubbles. Because I know she dropped an album, she dropped an album like a, what, a year ago. It blew the hell up. Now she's on this big-ass tour and is making all this money. Good, Which, it, by the way, good for her. I like Taylor Swift. Yeah, well good well, for her. Well enough. I'm not, like, a huge fan. but I like her well enough. Uh, and yeah, all that stuff with football—that's great. Uh, sports ball is fun, but what we want to know is, Lottie, could she be in Deadpool three? Is she gonna be a, make a cameo? She does act, you know, and she, believe it or not, she has directed also. But she she does act a little bit. Could we be seeing her in Deadpool three?
1: Please no. <laughs> Just
0: she could be dazzler. She could be dazzler. Don't. Someone said someone said Dazzler. I was like, "That's actually kind of genius. Like, it would be perfect."
1: Don't just, just, just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. I I am so gated.
0: Dazzler, no, Taylor Swift is a gender bent Professor X. (laughs)
1: I am so jaded with the Taylor Swift stuff. It is like you said, I have nothing against Taylor Swift. I'm just so jaded. I'm just so jaded of all the Taylor Swift stuff that I'm just like at the point that I'm just like, just don't put her in. I'm just sick of hearing about her. Like nothing nothing against you, Taylor Swift. You've done yourself a great job of making money and doing well in this world. But I just need a break. I just need a break. (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh man she we'll see Uh, you know what this is just a bit of a rumor based on fuck all except that she was out with some celebrities that are related to deadpool 3 but you know what uh maybe it'll happen and uh if it does if we find out something we will let you guys know so team team what what is it called uh what what's what is the little thing they do for kelsey and and swit taylor uh, I can't remember how they put their names together, but either way, I don't or whatever. Well, we'll let you guys know. Uh, finally, we're going to end up with some DC stuff. This is not a, a big news, but it's just a, a time for us to speculate uh, on some things that James Gunn is saying. Now that the writer strike is over, he is uh, able to talk more about, um, you know, what's going on with D- the DC universe. And his uh, his plans for it and the projects moving forward. So, uh, Lottie, oh happy day, because Peacemaker two is back in development. Um, specifically, uh, for somehow James Gunn's fi- found time in between just you know running helping run a studio and everything, he's actually got to write things. And he said season two of Peacemaker is officially uh, being written right now. Lottie, I mean, is there a, I mean, we get good news here every now and then, but I mean, this is, a, this is awesome news. You know, I, I cannot wait to just, you know, hear more about what they're filming and everything. Lottie, how do you feel about this news?
1: I I can't wait to be put in the house of pain in season two. You know, you, that is my favorite scene to talk about in Peacemaker. Um, I'm happy to see that Peacemaker is back in development. I mean, my opinion—I I could have just said, "Where has it been this whole time?" But I understand he has—he has a company now to run, so we can't be selfish. We have to let him. And plus, he—he he owed uh, Disney, he owed Mickey his last movie. Yeah, please, please, James Gunn, <laughs> please. He,
0: hey, I just—I see, I, one see, one I see Mickey, Mickey holding on his ankle while he's walking away.
1: Please. I'm sorry. I should have never found you in the first place. Oh, don't leave me for them. Don't leave me for them. What? No
0: I think also he, he couldn't write also because of the writer's strike. So that that was yeah. going on too. Uh that's I just think it's dope. Uh look, I'm always happy to hear that things are on in in the works anyway. That you know that they're really, really happening especially after such a great first season. Um, but speaking, uh, you know, what James Gunn getting back to work or whatever, he actually was talking about uh, the DCU in, in general. Uh, people ask him on social media, like, what's, is, because we were asking, like, is, is Blue Beetle part of the DCU? So he definitively answered, no. It's, you know, he said the DCU doesn't officially start until Creature Commandos, which as we know is an animated, sort of like a animated supernatural suicide squad. I guess that's a, a fair way to say it. And it is, that's going to be apparently the very first thing. He said nothing is canon until that one uh, comes out. And he calls it an aperitif or, you know, it's basically a warm up for the, the true as he called it, the dive, deep dive into the DC Universe in 2025 with Superman Legacy. And so also in the midst of saying that, he said three three people have been confirmed to come back to reprise their roles from the EU now in the DC Universe. And Lottie, I mean, no, none of these are surprises. Um, uh, uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, John Cena as Peacemaker, and uh, this one actually is a bit of a surprise, but unless you were paying attention, Sholo Marduena is going to be reprising the role of Jaime Reyes, a.k.a. Blue Beetle. And I also heard a rumor that he said Freddy Stroma is also returning as Vigilante, which all only makes sense because season two of Peacemaker. So Lottie, all this, all this good news, all this kind of confirmation of things. Um, what do you, I mean, what do you think about him like really just kind of laying it down? DCEU is dead, D-E dead, D E D dead. And also, you know, we are getting some of these characters we liked uh, coming back. And that the Creature Commandos is starting things up uh, instead of, you know, instead of uh, Superman Legacy. So what do you think? It's funny, I'm going to just
1: say this. It's kind of funny that he, this would be honest. he kind of moved because remember at one point he said Blue Beetle will be the first movie. And now he's like, and yeah, who didn't do
0: too well? Ah, this is the actual start. <laughs> I, well, I thought he said that. I thought he said that Blue Beetle would be the first DCEU, the DCU character. Though, so that was he's the first character, but the movie not not DC, not canon. Even though I suspect some parts of it may be taken as canon, uh, just to so they won't have to have a whole movie with him. So yeah, I mean, he he said a lot about what's going on with the DCU after you know after the strike ended. What you, I mean, where where is your confidence level on this and like uh, about all of the things he said?
1: I'm confident. I mean, Guardians Three showed that he could that he still got it, and then of course we all know how good Peacemaker was. I think I think DC is in a is in a good spot, but. I think they're not going to make. I just think creature because Creature Commandos is supposed to be a animated show, or yeah, it's,
0: it's a max. Like, it's a max original, so yeah, it's gonna. It's just gonna be on TV on streaming.
1: Okay, so they're doing. Okay, that's right. That's smart because let's just be honest. Right now in the superhero industry, like the superhero industry, if you're not one of the big names like Batman. Superman or Spider Man or one of the really big names. You're not going, or you're like a IP that has a massive fan base already. You're not going to make any money. So starting off with the Creature Commandos being a uh Max exclusive, just a streaming show, that's not that's 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 fine. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You gotta get Superman out, man. Oh, Superman yeah. You gotta get Superman out. Superman has to be out by either by 2025. It has to be out by 2025. You you don't. Superhero fatigue is setting in. You don't want people to get superhero amnesia. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: man, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Uh, about there being so much time that people just like or they're just moved on. Um, that's yeah. that would be messed up.
1: Yeah, because like a lot of like it's it's to the point that superhero fatigue is sort of set in that some people even have forgotten that certain things are coming out. Like, I know Loki's coming out this year. I know people that love Loki season one that didn't even know it's coming out this year because it's the it's it's like it's a they're not even into it anymore. And it happens. You know, it's it's sort of like what's happening in the, um, you know, so, so going from one nerd thing to the other, the PC gaming market. The PC gaming market has been so fucked over by the graphics cards being so expensive that people are just not caring anymore. Like YouTube channels that used to average millions of views on PC builds are barely able to get over fifty k views on views now because AMD and NVIDIA have fucked over the the uh, the market so much over that people don't care and and here's the thing AMD and NVIDIA they're thinking like eh and eh, we'll be fine you know they have to buy it eventually no they don't they can buy a PlayStation guys they can buy an Xbox they don't have. To buy a PC, and it's the same thing. They don't have to watch Superman. They love the movies out, because they're starting to. They're starting to. You're starting to see movies, more movies that more genre movies that used to come out before the big superhero boom coming out. You see Creator. You're starting to see movies like that again. You gotta get Superman out.
0: Yeah, and obviously it's gonna take a couple. Years. The, the the strike didn't help. Um, <clears throat> the strikes didn't help, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, they, they've got to, you know, they got to really go hard on that first one, which I mean, I know that they know that that I think James Gunn knows better than anyone that that first one had better be the best one, uh, cause otherwise they're, they're sunk. Um, but it's, I mean, I, I love that Jaime Reyes is coming back. I mean, obviously Peacemaker, we love to see, see John Cena come back. I I wonder how they're going to sort of explain everything and how it all works without having to resort to the, you know, the multiverse or whatever. But I I got a lot of confidence in James Gunn uh, and his artistic vision and, and where he wants the story to go. And also the fact that they've got comic writers and everything and they got people who are dedicated to keeping everything straight and all that stuff. So I think I think we're 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 in good we're in good uh hands uh with the dcu going forward so um yeah i just i just wanted to we just wanted to check up with Gunn and see what what he's got going on and so it's it's uh you know it's i think it's uh, looks like it's going to be a good start and james gunn is is you know he's in the, he's in the basement cooking up something good so uh but we'll let you guys know uh more when we hear more news hopefully in the next few months uh, so, all right, Lottie, that's it for our news for this week. Uh, it's, you know, it, it was packed. It felt packed. And uh, I think we got a lot of stuff covered. But maybe we missed something. Or, you know, maybe you guys agreed, disagreed, or just you, you had something nice to say. Whatever the case may be, get down to the comment section and leave your thoughts there. And, of course, you can always hit us up, Show at gmail.com or at S one on Twitter. And while you're down there, do us a favor, hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. All of that good stuff helps to grow this channel, helps more people to see this podcast and the reviews, everything else on our channel uh, helps, uh, you know, helps us with the algorithm. And uh, you can always uh, hit us up if you want on uh, the podcasting platforms with a five-star review. That'd be dope. It'd be really cool if you did that. And uh, check us out also on Instagram and on threads. We, we're all over the place, you know. Even TikTok, if I ever figure out how to work that, th- uh, that dang app. <laughs> so um, uh, just go and show us some love there. That'd be cool. Uh, and of course, I can't do this by myself. My good friend Lottie, he gives all the insight and uh, rants against AI, which, you know, <laughs> we may need before Skynet uh, comes around too long. So Lottie, where can they uh, reach you on social media?
1: Oh, yeah, you can always find me on my YouTube channel and my Instagram. Uh, it's Anukinihun. It's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. I'm back to making animations again, so you guys work out for my next animation. It's actually going to be very good, probably one of the best animations i made in a while. And then, 2 I'm going to be playing horror games on my YouTube channel. So if you want to poop your pants like I am going to be doing uh, just stop by and watch the stream
0: nice which as you said poop your pants it's too bad we don't have like a sponsor for like the pins or whatever that would have been good that have been a good tie in yeah. so <laughs> anyway you guys go check out lottie's channel show some love and uh you know do us a favor go ahead and check out the various videos on our uh channel i i want to plug something uh I did a, a almost two hour long form discussion with. Yes, I know this isn't a nerd thing, but I liked other TV besides nerdy stuff, the superhero stuff. Did a long form discussion uh, with the channel uh, with Maggie from Maggie J Reviews, uh, talking about uh, Reservation Dogs, which is a really good show. Had three seasons, just finished its final season, and just talking about uh, how good the show is and the impact and all that good stuff. It's a it was a good fun time, and I really enjoyed it. So. Uh, you know, do me a solid. Go check that out. So anyway, next week, we are going to talk about Loki uh, Season 2. All It's all about Loki. Uh, maybe talk about Gen V a little bit, and the other news and superhero things uh, in Hollywood. So uh, until then, I've been Mo, your comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.